Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel, alongside me, the inside, the insiders, Tyler Keel. Nylander side! No, I'm kidding. No. Gosh, no. No, I'm sorry. Did I spook you? No. Nylander. You just disappointed me. I know. I'm disappointed myself, too. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I know. It's... It needs that. We'll talk about it later. We'll get to it. We'll talk about it. But first, before we get into anything else... Good old Patrick Marlowe. Patty Marlowe. First ballot Hall of Famer. Better be. Maple Leaf legend. Absolutely. San Jose shark legend. He is. Has played 1,600 games. And won. Okay. Okay. He's played over 1,600 games. He played 1,600 on Monday. Yes. And when they got the win there against Boston, uh, only 11 players have done it. He's the 11th player. Um, and it's, it's funny, everyone ahead of them, <clears throat> excuse me, are Hall of Famers. Yeah? Are all Hall of Famers, so... And he's going to be, too. Except for Yarmir Yager, but then again, he has to stop playing to do that first. Correct. Yager's the only guy that is, I think, because he's third. Um, he's also, uh... We it? all know that he's going to get his, <clears throat> he's going to get his number retired. He's 166 games away from Gordy Howe. That's less than three seasons. No, it's two seasons. He can do it. Uh, well, including pl- not including playoffs. That doesn't include playoffs. That's what I'm saying. The 1,600 games does not include playoffs. He can do it. He can catch it. Yeah, well, I, mean, got, I think he's got less than that or something like that. But I anyways, mean, yeah, he can. Hey, you got one more year left on his contract, and then he signs a one-year deal for minimum wage. Yeah, goes The so- lowest paid player... This Ever. this is all you gotta do, Patty. Go sign a, Patty, sign a one year deal. No, no, he's gotta for, play. He's gotta play next year first. He's gotta get through next year. I know, but he's gotta and sign. Then a, he's gonna sign a one year deal. He's gonna sign a one year deal for a, for a million dollars in San Jose, and then he's gonna retire. He's gonna get his number retired. He's see, gonna go to the Hall of Fame. It's gonna be great. See, it's they, gonna be great. See, they should have done that with it's Mike be, Modano. It's gonna be phenomenal because Modano has played fourteen hundred and ninety nine games. Screw Mike Modano. Madonna should no. one game in Dallas. No. One game in Dallas. No. The fact that he went to Detroit Ooh. was pathetic. Well, it's the way. same reason it's same why I... Alfredson. Alfredson the same Alfredson, way. same way. Of course, I never liked same Alfredson way with, Same way with Martin Brodeur. Pathetic. Just what... what were why? You, well, because he wasn't going to play... Well, Brodeur, he wanted to get to... He would have gotten to um, 900, 900 wins. That uh, doesn't matter. He did everything he had to or do. Or 700 wins, something like that. But He, almost he literally did everything a goaltender could, um, basically everything a goaltender could do. Except with, Patrick Waugh. With New Jersey. With the exception of one thing. <laughs> yes. But you get my point. I know. The, the f- it was... I mean, yeah. He, it, there was no yeah. point. I know. Like I said, he wanted to win. He only needs nine more wins at 700. I mean... Could he do it now? Yes. It'd probably take him a little bit because, you know, he's been doing those Enterprise commercials and getting a beer belly. Because here, here's the thing with Patrick Marlowe. Marlowe's situation, I understand, because he can actually still play, and he went to a team that's competitive. Martin right. Brodeur did not go to go to a competitive yes, team. Yes, he did. St. Louis at the time was good, but they okay. didn't need him. They weren't cup-worthy. Well, okay, let's be honest. They've never really been cup-worthy. Exactly. Ever, ever since Pronger and, Mc, and McGinnis were done, those days were yes. your, When Grant Fjord retired, when... When they, when used they to, went to Brent Johnson as their goaltender. When they used to put bonus 
see like scenes on a DVD for NHL or whatever of the All Star Game and. Chris Pronger was the guy with the microphone. And Mark Bergevin was on. Mark Bergevin was, yeah, he was on those teams. Those were pretty good teams. Yeah, he was. But uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, Mike Madonna didn't really go to a cup-worthy team. He went to a team that was not <clears throat> Dallas, and the same thing with Alfredson. He went to, they went to teams that were better than where they were at. Unfortunately, that didn't mean a whole lot. Exactly. As well as Patrick Marlowe, he signed to a team that he knew was or he knew was going to be competitive. Right. That's a big thing. Oh, yeah, I know. It's... And and obviously he still has some gas left from the tank. He's he's not extremely old. And He's, he's not he's not. Remember Chris like Chelios the, old. Remember but... like the first 10 games of the season, everyone's like, oh, he's too old. He's, is it over for him? And he's scoring goals now. Got the only goal. player on that Toronto roster that I say it's too old is Ron Hainsey. That's it. That's it. It's you and everyone else that says that, Alex. Um, but also, Marlowe scoring the goal last night against San Jose. He has now scored a goal against all 31 National Hockey League teams. Correct. Um, he scored against well, he scored against Winnipeg and against Atlanta. So does, uh, I I count that as same franchise. Goals. Yeah. Um, it's the same. He was not there for the old Winnipeg days. He was drafted after that. I think you know. Yeah, if he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, I don't know why not. Here's the thing. Yes, he's not. He's never been the statistically the most dominant, but he's been consistent. That's where I think he should be a, a definite a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's no reason why he's not. He's 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 still fast. He can still go. He's very smart. Oh, he's, uh, he's. I wouldn't say fast. Our dog is losing his mind. No, he's just getting. A, he's getting a little good rub on. You he's know, getting a good scratch in there. Good, good rub. Getting a. Joey, good... what are you doing over there? He's getting a good well, rub. Yeah, Joey. He's getting a good rub. Yeah, okay. Um, Here's my question. If we counted way back when the original six teams, how many players would that be? Because Gordy Howe has definitely played every single sc- played against and scored against every single team. No, I don't think well, because don't forget his first his last year was when the WHA came in. I assume he scored against Edmonton in the WHA, but I don't think well, he yeah. I don't think he scored against Edmonton in the NHL. But it's the same franchise. <sighs> yes. Same, it's the same way how if Patrick Marlowe... Yes. Freaking Winnipeg Hall of Famer legend Bobby Hall. NHL legend Bobby Hall. No, that's not the case. He was a WHA le- Okay. He wasn't a WHA legend. I mean... He just made a lot of money to go play in the WHA. Just remember that one of the highest scorers in franchise history of the current Winnipeg Jets is Nikolai, Ant- Kov- is Nikolai Andropov. No, it's Ilya Kovalchuk. And Mark Savard's still the all-single-season assist leader Yeah, in Winnipeg Jets history. Um, dumb things like that. Because um, Atlanta. Alex. What? Do you know which player who's in the Hall of Fame has played the most games and also played for the Leafs? It's a, it's, it's, you gotta think Played of the most games, games, but played for the Leafs. Of all not, time. Not, of all time. Not, that's, that's not just, I'm not talking about games played with the Leafs. That's, that's a different guy. Mm, is he a goalie? No. There's only, there's actually only three players ever, uh, um, th- three goaltenders, oh. Wah, Berder, and Luongo to actually play a thousand games. And he, he played for, okay, what era of the Leafs? Uh, he played his career span from the 
80s to the early 2000s. Dougie? No. What? He, and this is like, no. I'm, ta- I'm talking like played like games all time. Like he played, the, he actually played the third most games of all time. All time NHL. No, fourth, fourth most actually, excuse me. Of the NHL. Correct. But he played for the Leafs as well. Which player that played for the Leafs is fourth all time? Oh, goodness. Um, no, trust me, I'm not trying to look at your screen. I'm trying to get this I one. made sure well, I made sure I looked it up yesterday, but I wanted to make sure I had the exact number before I said it. <sighs> goodness, hold on. Oh, my goodness. This is going to take me a second. This best part is I know you're not going to guess it either. Oh, my Lord. Do, do you want to, like, go on to the next segment while I think about this? No, because I, I want this. I need, I need this. I need to ooze this one out of you. I... He's not a goalie. He's won the Stanley Cup before. He's won the Stanley Cup. But he did not win it with he the Leafs. He won the Stanley Cup. I, well, the well, yeah, no, duh. Won the Stanley Cup. Okay. Who's a player that played for the Leafs but actually won a Stanley Cup? Okay, there's been a lot of those, Alex. Ooh, um... You want another hint? Yes, please. He was drafted by the Hartford Whalers back in 1981. Wait. No. 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 Oh, no. No, Pat Verbeek did not play for the Trojans. I know. <laughs> I know he did. That's the first person I know that you always think of Hartford. I was like, I was like wait a second. <laughs> did he? No. No, he didn't. Pat Verbeek played for Jersey, Detroit, uh, a couple of other teams, too. Pat Verbeek played everywhere. Oh my goodness, who is it? No, give me, okay, one more hint, and then I'm, I I can't figure it out. One more hint. You know who he is. <laughs> that's a, okay. That's a great hint. Um, he was recently fired this past summer from his front office position with a certain NHL team. Did we covered it? Oh oh oh, oh my gosh! Come oh, on! Alex. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, please, Alex, get this. For gosh sakes, we got to move on to Wait, the next it, segment. Snow? No. No. Snow never played for the Leafs. Oh, that's right. Hold on. Um, uh, Brind- no. Wait. No. 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 Um, Moore played for um, St. Louis, Philly, um, Carolina. Um, <laughs> You're getting warmer. <laughs> um, fired. He, he got, got fired. Or, excuse me, they, I think they they parted ways or something like that. But Oh, my God, what's his name? <laughs> oh, oh, no, I can see him in my head, too. What's his name? Oh, my oh God. no. Come on. Oh, no. Oh, this it's, is painful. It's right there. It's, it's literally right there. It's like it's in my head, and it's like dripping down into my mouth. But it, my mouth's like, I can't taste it. <laughs> Do you want me to say it? Who is it? No! Ron, no! Ron Francis. Ron Francis. No! Fourth all-time in games played, 1,731. Oh, I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> played for the Leafs for a, <laughs> the 3 4 season. That does not count! Yes, it does. Oh, my. No. Okay. I cry BS. Nope. No, that is BS. If... He, oh, my God. 
You play if you, 12, you play you one play 12 games for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, yeah. Former Hall of Fame Leaf player. <laughs> ah, yes. Put his number in the I'm rafters. Are you... S- no, that's hey, Bush League. He played the most most games of a player who actually played for the Leafs. That's Run ridiculous. 12 games for that... Hey, that 0405 Leafs team would have been... 12 the games out of what? Out of 80... He played a total of... Played 80 games that year. He missed two. Um, played when he got traded from Carolina. No, no, no. Out of how many games all time? Oh, 1731. <laughs> ah, okay. Out of 1731 games, 12. 12 of the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's a bad one. That's you should be ashamed of yourself. Nope. That that's, doesn't that's count. That's the stats. Those are the stats. 12 games. Score that does 10 not points count. In 12 games. That, I'm just saying, that 0405 team, that would have been legit. You know what? With now Eddie I'm, now I'm not. Re- he wasn't crusty. Brian Leach had one more year. Ron France had more one more year. Okay. Um, can, can, oh, hold on. Hold hold your horses here. I'm saying that. Old- can, no, no, no. Hold your horses here. I know you're trying to get with the times, Tyler, but do not refer to a former hockey player that is respectable <laughs> as crusty. Eddie Balfour was old by the time the lockout ended. I do not <laughs> refer to crusty Eddie the Eddie. Eagle crusty as Eddie. crusty. Crusty. Crusty Eddie. I I quit. <laughs> I quit. You you can have the the host position. The rest of the show by Tyler Kill. Um, that was a crap trivia question. That was a great trivia question. Trust me, you know how long it took me to word that question properly? It's almost as bad as asking who wrote The Prince and the Plurth. The Prince and the Pauper? No, The Plurth. Yeah, you lost me on this one. Mark Twain. But Mark Twain didn't write that one, though. Yes, he did. Are you sure? Anyways, um, you looked it up. But a a thing happened the other night. Pittsburgh's playing Winnipeg. In Winnipeg, and no, not Winnipeg. Uh, um, 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 oh my gosh, help me, help me, help you. Uh, actually, no, yeah, you're right. It is Prince of the Popper. Prince of the Popper, yeah, the Prince of the Popper. Thank you. Um, I don't know why I said, I don't know. Oh, yeah, my, playing, my, my brain's been a lot. Anyways, Winnipeg's playing Pittsburgh the other night with those crappy jerseys, but continue. Jamie Alexia has come up the wing, and Dustin Bufflin's gonna do, I'm gonna be Dustin Bufflin and run this guy over. Big buff, big buff. And a 255-pound man and a 265-pound man come together at full speed. Come together right now. It's called concussions. Well, okay, so what happens is if you watch the hit, uh, we'll try to put it in the link below. There was no head-to-head contact. Well, his it wasn't a headshot, no. It was what happened was his Alexiak's head hit Bufflin's face. And it smacked Bufflin's silly. So he's coming up the wing and wham! And Bufflin got knocked loopy. So you watch it, and it's it's his he- it's Alexiak's helmet hitting um, Bufflin's face. Let's go to speed. Let's You're going to slow. Point two five. I want slow motion. Halfway. So it's it's a hard collision. Yeah, you can see his helmet bounce or his head bounce off his helmet, and Bufflin was not looking good. Not looking good in the slightest. You could see as soon as he goes down, the way he goes down. Well, yeah, he... 
It wasn't a, it wasn't a hard, it wasn't a cheap shot at all. It was a collision. Well, no, well, yeah. Two big men coming into each other. It just was not going to end well. So. Bufflin got rattled a little bit. Oh, yes. But here's the thing. He came back. Sparring an arc, spurring an arc, an arc cry, outcry amongst media and fans. How is this possible? He clearly has a concussion. Well, he was, yes, he was loopy as all get out. So Paul Maurice then, in post game, said, the spotter calls the hit, the concussion spotter. Bufflin goes in, he does, this is the quote, sorry. So the spotter calls the hit. Bufflin goes in, does his test, gets a yes or no. And if it's feeling, if it's feeling good, if it's a yes, he can come back and play. And he did. End quote. So pretty much Paul Maurice, what he said was, they allowed him back into the game because he was okay. Even though, clearly, he got smacked pretty good. Now, we had this issue last season with, remember when John and the, when the Leafs were playing the Kings, John and Quick got bumped in the concussion spotter, pulled him off, but he, then he didn't come off, and then he had to go off. He went off for like a ship and came back on. I thought we were past this, Alex, with concussion spotting. I, I thought there was more clarity with that. You know, like, you see a player like Bufflin who is clearly, you don't get, okay, your brain is not healed that fast, first of all. You don't go from, no. you, don't, you don't go from stumbling to the bench. Can you imagine trying to, because you were able to sometimes lift guys up into the bench. You're not lifting Bufflin up into the bench. I'm sorry. But how can you go from that from being, to being okay to play? I don't understand where the league where can the concussion spotter say all right he's good to play like there's got to be something going on here that we didn't see was Bufflin made let's be honest I've been I've been I've had a puck hit me in the mask and my eyes flash a little bit but I've never gone straight up loopy like that Bambi legged like that I mean that was and I'm not gonna say frightening but that was just seeing Bufflin like that of all people the Winnipeg Jets haven't released a statement regarding Dustin Bufflin. But, fun fact, Ilya Kovalchuk took 209 games as an Atlanta Thrasher to get 100 goals for the Jets franchise. Mark Shifley took 322 games to get 100 goals for the franchise. Evander Kane Kane made it all the way to 330 games played as a Winnipeg Jet and an Atlanta Thrasher to get 100 goals. Brian Little took 405 games, and Patrick Laine is currently at 177 games played with 99 goals. Wow. He literally needs one more goal to be the quickest player to get 100 goals for the Jets franchise. And he is only in his third season. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, going back, yeah, Winnipeg Jets uh, PR Twitter page has not released anything. On I'm Dustin sure. Buffett. I mean, it's going to pass over, but I'm just wanting to know what could have led to that and to make a decision like that <laughs> to allow a concussion to kind of just go to the wayside. Dude, at this point, well, isn't, isn't the thing of – if Bufflin says he's okay, he's okay? No, it, they bring him into the dark room and the concussion spotter. Apparently the spotter calls him out and says he has to stay off the ice. And according to Paul Maurice, the head coach, said he said, I can't do a Paul Maurice, I wish I could. Um, but he pretty much said that he was okay. He was good to go. Like, they allowed him to go. So which makes so the spotter said no, but the coach said... No, 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 the spotter said take him off, but according to Paul, the spotter, and after being overlooked in the dark room by the training staff, he was good to go. Well, then if the spotter says it's good to go, then he's good to go. I'm not quite sure. How, but how, he's, though? How, and, how do you heal like that? 
it's, it's, I don't in think that that's case, impossible. I don't, I don't think... Okay, well, first of all, the well, fact that... All. You also have to remember, D- Dustin Bufflin, as you can tell from how he wears his equipment, he doesn't have a visor. He's from a past era. So... Okay, barely. It's, it's possible that... I remember when he was a rookie, Alex, in Rockford. It's possible that his body has been able to come o- overcome stuff like this. However, also, it's possible... The same way Keith Primo is able to? <clears throat> We're not getting into this because we could also go into the... Oh, well, okay, the lawsuit, sorry. Good old-fashioned Carcillo rant. Well, that's, um, a, that's, but, a, that's a completely different story. Well, I mean, his concussion Keep her stuff. moving. Uh, where was I going with this? Uh, oh, yeah. Bufflin's able it's, to take a it's, hit. It's possible that he was just shooken up. If it... To yes, dumb, to dumb it down. functions just go limp. That kind of shaking up. Well, sometimes things just catch you off guard because Bufflin probably thought, oh, look at this guy. I'm just going to go after Jamie and I'm just going to run him straight into the boards and it's going to be just fine. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, wait, this didn't go as planned. Maybe. I don't know. It's It's very... Nobody's released a statement. There's no from, black. That was a very gray call. It wasn't like black and white. It looked like, all right, it looks like he's hurt, but he's not hurt. Like, the, they mm. say he's okay. He's not okay. What is he? Um, well, Nobody from the Winnipeg Jets have released anything, and right. I don't think... Maybe it's minor. Maybe it. there's something that we're not seeing here. I, I, I don't really know what to say there. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, Some something else that's well, actually no. This is more black and white, isn't it? Our well, next topic. On our next topic, which is oh yes, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time for the first time this season. We have ourselves a controversial goal interference call. Woo! Where's your goal horns, Alex? That was last week. Get with the times. Oh uh, whatever. Okay, so. Calgary and Dallas last night. Yep. Good hockey game. Fun to watch. Cal- Dallas goes up. Calgary comes back. Dallas goes up again. Calgary comes back. Calgary goes up. Dallas ties it up. Good back and forth game. Overtime. Riddick's playing well. Uh, uh, Hudobin's playing. Hudobin's playing. Sorry, I forgot. I Fail. Hudobin. Hudobin was playing all right. And they go to overtime. Close game. Back and forth. And then, all of a sudden, there's a play early on in overtime. Puck goes in front of the puck goes in front. Riddick, I think, makes a save. And do you have the video up, Alex? What? Of the, of the thing? Goal interference? Yeah, do you yes. have it up? Um Yeah, uh quick pull it up. I just want to make sure I have it right. Ben goes in front of the net and All bumps right, into hold Riddick. Hold on here. Hold on here. Oh, wrong video. Hold that on here. That is the very wrong video. Alright, here we go. Alright, so the play starts here. And shot. Oh, okay, you got to the goal. Go for it. Go all the way back. Sorry. So, yes. Ben runs into him, trips him up. Riddick is stumbling as he's getting back. Sagan shoots glove side goal. Riddick immediately says, what in the world is that? I'm sure he said it just like that. No swearing, I'm sure. Pollock is Well, happy I mean, good. after... Oh, and Pollock's happy. Good for him. I mean, after the fact, when the ref made the call, he broke his stick, threw the butt end to center ice, and then screamed, F you. Are you sure? I'm de- yeah, I, I will pull it up so you can see well, it. Okay, so, well, let's, so let's look at the play. Here's again. the overhead. So he, this, Okay, that's the goal, Alex. You're too far. Thank goodness you're not editing. Shut up. So, Jamie Ben comes behind. So, he goes behind Riddick, 
bumps into him, knocks him out of the crease. Well, so he, now Riddick has well, to go back Riddick into the crease. Is, Riddick is halfway out of the crease, and Ben really gets the butt end of Riddick's stick. But yes, it, but he gets. But he, he, Ben goes into the crease. Number one, hold on, pause it here. Hold it up. Hold hold up. Pause it there. I'm what? Going, I'm going down, Cherry. He goes into his crease, makes contact with Riddick. So interfering with the goaltender, and then the play can yes, the play does continue. But Riddick does not just get bumped and stays in the crease and has time to get up. He gets bumped out of the crease, has to scramble back into position. Play it now. Gets scramble scrambled. Yeah, has to scramble back into position to meet Tyler Sagan, who's wide open in the slot. I don't know why. Gets he does get set. How he does, but that's the that's the qualifier. It's so it's bang bang. He could have he could have. Listen, as a former goaltender, he could have challenged. And as I'm not just saying because I'm a former goaltender, it's because I know how this play is. You're scrambling for your life to get back to make the play. Now, whether or not you think, oh, maybe he should have stayed out, no, because that's called diving. That's called embellishment. You try to battle to make the play. This is why I think you can, because he tried to get back, and he was he was set barely. And if, I, if Riddick was any worse of a goaltender, that would have been goal interference, because he wouldn't have been as quick. Right, and well, Riddick's, and Riddick's have, he's played some real good games, too, for Calgary, when he's been able to pick up uh, when, Mike Smith, when Mike Smith's not on, Riddick's not but on. But we're talking about this. Right. And and I understand this is from Toronto. There's obviously the rule after last year. There's no more ref discretion, which I'm okay with. I'm just thinking. Cal, I I'm not saying Calgary got screwed, but if it happened tonight, if it happened the night before, I just feel like maybe something different happens. What do you mean? I, I, I don't know. I just I what just do you feel, mean? I feel like it gets it gives the the night like which happens. You know, like for some reason I feel like that play gets called back. I feel like that play does get called back sometimes. No! No, 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 no. No? We said right before we got into this, you said this is the first controversial one of the season. Correct. It is November. Almost December. Yeah. This call makes a precedent. So, oh boy, that's for Toronto, not, that's not good news. Well, I'm just keep going. Keep if going. any play happens like this again, right? They have to call it a goal. So, if there's a situation which scares like me, in, in, in 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 like the last games of the regular season, where a player comes into the crease, makes contact with a goaltender, and then the goaltender quickly recovers and gets set and gets beaten glove side or wherever just just gets scored on in overtime they're going to call it a goal because they have now set a precedent for this season that if the goalie gets set to block the shot to make a save it's a fair it's a fair play right and and which i do agree yes if you make if you are set and that was because that's had, the rule. We've had that that's issue before. The rule. Where there, it's the matter of whether or not the goalie is set. The goalie, in this case Riddick, was set. Now I do agree that it's a bad situation, and I, if I was Riddick personally, I would have been completely upset. However, the rule states that if the goalie is set, it is a fair play situation. Which is why I think the league the. Toronto said that. I'm like, you know what? He did get set, and he allowed it. So, 
it's a very, a, a, it could have, like I said, it could have gone either way. It, no, like, it can't. Well, no, I, because I'm, it's not discretion anymore. It's to the letter no, no, down the law. What, what I'm saying is, that's what I'm saying is like, could have been different. Like I'm saying, yes, there's Toronto, the situation room agrees on it. They, like they're the ones that make the decision. But if you had like, if you had gone back and tried it again, it may have been, it's a very close call. You can't, you have to agree with me on that. Very close. I wouldn't say it's a close call though. It's very black and white. It's 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 very it's unfortunate, yes, that's one side well, of it. But at the same the time you it's see like, Riddick kinda have to stumble to get back into the crease. Well yes, he 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 makes a valiant effort at a valiant effort. going from one side of the crease to oh, not one just, side of the crease, outside the crease. No, he wasn't. He was halfway in the crease. Are you kidding me? Don't be ridiculous. I'm Watch watching this. this again. And he gets bumped here. He gets and bumped, bumped, and he's and halfway. I'm saying two-thirds. <laughs> two-thirds outside the crease. Two-thirds majority. Goal, ten interference, no goal. Three-fifths outside Restart the crease. Restart this game. <laughs> Three-fifths outside the crease. Get Dallas out of there. Get him back. We got to play. We got to replay this overtime. Needless to say. Wait, what if they just replay overtime the next time they play them? No. Great idea. I'm a genius. That's not Batman, I know you love us. Sign me up. NBC Sports, I'll work for them. Mike Millbury and I have great ideas together. Yeah. Riddick was set. It's a goal. It's a good goal. Nothing we can do about it now. However, yep. I think I'd have a. I think I have a lot of good ideas, Gary. But no, I, you that, don't. Did I, tell, did I tell you about. I, you see this rule? We spent. So, so. I, no, no, no. You do not have good ideas. You want to know why? Because we spent two hours waiting for you to put a new logo for us and to figure out even though the old one is just fine well the new well i know only to realize that i have to enhance it to make it work for google play and itunes yeah so if you're on soundcloud you see our new one but you're on google play and itunes you're like it's just the two guys standing there exactly well we changed it by the way i'm still the one with the glasses just so you know oh great now they actually determine the two of us exactly so they don't think that my gorgeous face is the stupid one. They know that I'm the smart one. Wait, my gorgeous face is the stupid... Wait, what? My gorgeous face is the stupid one? If they thought you were that... My, my picture... Oh, no, I'm the one... The with- one with the glasses is Tyler Keel. They would think that guy's stupid. But now they know that the guy with the glasses is your host, yours truly, Alex Keel. They all and there's go, like, oh my oh, god, wait, dude. that's the guy? Wow, man, that guy's a turd. What about the other guy? I mean, he's a turd. He's a beauty. He's a turd, but he makes sense. He's a turd of man. <laughs> you, a, you got a purd of mouth. He's a purd of man. Um, speaking of purd of man, actually, not purdy at all. No, Ron Ronnie Hextall Ronnie got he- fired. No, Ron Hextall's crusty. <laughs> Ronnie Hextall. Good old Ronnie. No, not so good, Ronnie. Not so good anymore, Ronnie. Never was actually that good at all, Ronnie. Fired earlier this week by the Philadelphia Flyers, Paul Holmgren. 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 Um, so, Exxon was fired because, well, let's put it this way, Philly sucks. <laughs> and I'm just going to say it flat out. I'm sorry, Philadelphia Flyers fans. You guys are cool. Grady's great. You guys are awful. <laughs> this team should have been a lot better. We picked them, along with Ked, they have JVR. To finish ahead of Pittsburgh. They were supposed to host a playoff series. Yep. And guess what they aren't going to do? Host a playoff Unless some series. miracle happens. Okay, still, we're still okay, not halfway well, through. So, okay, let's take it Let's take it into account. 
first of all, let's people say Ronnie Hexel, oh, he got JVR in. Let's be honest. Claude Giroux, Claude Giroux came out and said, after noon on July 1st, came out and called up JVR and said, hey, want to come play? JVR has admitted himself. Claude reached out to him. Well, yeah, that's what happens. It wasn't Ronnie Hextall doing. Yes, there were rumors. Dude, it's the same reason why in the NBA, players during summer camps and stuff, they'll just do shoot-arounds or one-on-ones or three-on-three things. And they'll be like, you just come play with us. Because they, yeah, that's literally what they do. You want to go to Hollywood? Yes. Why do you think LeBron played with, oh, who is it? Kevin Durant and a whole bunch no, of no, other... No, no, it wasn't. It was uh, Dwayne... No, you're thinking of Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh when Chris Bosh left Toronto. Yeah, there's No, I'm that. talking about LeBron James this past summer. When, yeah. he, when he was like, yeah, I'm going to the Lakers. Who wants to come with? I don't think Durant's... No, Durant's still with... Well, he Gold. is, he's but I'm... City. No, yeah. I'm... S- no, he's with Golden State. That's right. Bruh, where are you at? <laughs> you're thinking of Russell but, Westbrook. I'm thinking of Russell That's right. Okay, Golden State, actually, uh, them and Toronto are playing tonight. At the Oracle. I don't The care. Oracle Arena. I do not care about Toronto basketball. I'm sorry. You're right, because Kawhi Leonard doesn't care either. Hot take. But Hot suey take. Um, but, yeah, no. Back that, to that, is That's what they do. So it's the same, like, it would be like Connor McDavid and, oh, who's a who's a good one? It'd be like Connor McDavid and William Nylander being like playing in the summer and be like, "Hey, hey, well, you should make twelve hey, million dollars, William. Hey, 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 You're hey, right, Connor. Hey, I should make twelve million dollars. We'll get, hey, we'll, we'll, get we'll get into that. But like, hey, well, hey, William. I mean, you know, you, know, you want to come to Edmonton? <laughs> they can't. <laughs> they can't afford him. Well, yeah, but but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Because sometimes it's it's best to hear it from the players' like perspective. Of, right. Oh, this this organization takes care of me. It's great to my family. Blah blah blah. Um, but anyways, with Ron Hextall's fired and <laughs> there's whispers of a new one, new general manager, nothing really set in stone, Chuck Fletcher. but then Paul kept going. Paulie Holmgren, Holmgren kept going, fired the assistant GM, Chris Pryor and assistant coach Gordon Murphy, pretty much pointing out that Dave Hextall had coach got with him and said, Hey, we should get rid of him. Literally. Like that's what Paul said. And like, I, I consulted with Dave Hextall. We decided that Gordon Murphy was not, a, not a viable candidate to be a coach anymore. I'm like, well, you're just telling me you went up to him and said, hey, who do you want to get rid of? Dave, Dave, good old good old, experienced uh, North Dakota coach? I think it was North Dakota's coach. We're going to go with it. North, yeah, I think so. Anyways, long story short. Went up to a NCAA D1 coach, coaching an NHL team, asking him who she should fire, who he should fire. And then, of course, after they fire Ron Hextall, they go and lose to Ottawa in great fashion. Um... And then, oh, so uh, let, me, let me get to the Calvin. Let me get to Calvin Pickard here. Calvin Pickard got put on waivers, and he was picked up earlier today by Arizona. Which okay, I guess. I guess Calvin keeps playing. Uh, whether or not the Leafs, I don't know if the Leafs had any chance. The Leafs had any chance of um, getting him because I know I I verbally I came out and I said a couple things on Twitter. Dude, you came out. Good job. Oh my. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I keep going. Calvin Pickard could have gone in Toronto for the Marlies because he would, if he was claimed, he could have gone straight to the Marlies, <laughs> and that would have been great because then you would have Cascasuo and um, Pickard, so you pretty much have 
you know, two solid AHL goaltenders, Calvin Pickard, who played there last year, played really well. And because Calvin Pickard just not, had, had not played well, so that's why they put him on waivers. Now, with that said, Brian Elliott's close to come back from injury. Michael Neuverth is kind of, mm, well, I, that's what I heard is Brian Elliott's got to be close. But, so Stolarz is going to be the starter. I mean, is this, because Carter Hart is right now with Lehigh Valley. Dude, what are you yapping about? You're just going on. I'm going Spit on. Spit it out. Stop. Listen, you're. What what is this, what is Ron Hextall getting fired have to do with goaltenders? Because they got rid of Calvin Pickard and now their backup goaltender or soon to be possibly is going to be Carter Hart. Okay, and what does that have to do with the front office? I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna retract. I'm gonna retract here in a oh, second. Oh, jeez, Pete, keep <laughs> keep her moving. Carter Hart, former Everett Silver tip, WHL goaltender of the year, has not been good at all in the American League. Uh huh. And Ron Hextall was trying to bury him by bringing in Calvin Pickard by bringing in goaltenders that can kind of just hold him off so he can develop like Carey Price did, like many other goaltenders did. Uh, so They brought him in because they needed a solid backup. Well, no, I'm saying they brought other goaltenders in. It's not to Carter bury Hart. somebody. It's the fact that the guy sucks. Well, Carter, they didn't expect Carter to be bad. The thing is that he's not adjusted well into the pro ranks yet. And so now it seems like they're almost accelerating that. It's like, all right, we got this guy gone. Let's push forward. We're going to push him into the net. Because they don't have anything to do. Well, I I think he's so... They're trimming the fat down there. That's what they're doing. They're trimming the fat. They're going on a diet. They're trying to... Do a juice cleanse if you if you want to talk about it. But I don't you're think bu- Car- but Carter Hart's not ready yet. Who cares? What does that have to do with the front office? Well, the front office is a gong show as it is. I mean, the- so you're telling me there's no link in your story between the goaltending situation and the front office, which is what I asked earlier about five seconds ago, saying. Tyler, what does this have to do with the front office? And you're like, well, I'll get there. You're not getting okay. there. This the, is a the new, dead end. The New Jersey Devils have gave... What does this have to do with New Jersey? <laughs> ah, yes. The one thing. Assistant GM Chuck Fletcher. That's it. <laughs> that's the, hey, that's the biggest lead they have right now for a general manager position is Chuck Fletcher, the assistant GM for New Jersey. They New Jersey has given Philadelphia the permission to talk to him and see if they want to bring him on board as the new general manager. So obviously Paul Holmgren's not bringing him on. Back to the goaltending. <laughs> this doesn't matter about the goaltending. I'm saying, Alex, is Philly is not this bad of a hockey team. They just don't have a goaltender. They don't have defense. And JVR has been out for most of this year and has not been able to produce. What I'm saying wait, is this is all coming down to Ron Hextall. Wait, what, wait, what, hold on, wait, hold on, what? hold on. TV time. Time out. No, I'm not. I'm not breaking this. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> I've seen him confused just, the heck out for, of Alex. For those of you that are at home. First of all, this has nothing. Are you guys following this on the has nothing. Here's no, hold the on here. here. Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on. Hold on. Let me have my little shindig here. This has nothing to do with the front office. I have stated the front office firings. Okay. I want to talk okay, about how done. bad Calgary or Calgary. Help. <laughs> You're talking about Calvin Pickard and all that jazz and whatever. And then you go to say that Philadelphia isn't a bad team. Isn't Wait, hold bad. on. Hold on. They could be better if they had goaltending. Hold on, you say they're not that bad. And then you say they just don't have a defense and they just don't have goaltenders. They don't have a goaltender. They're not they're not bad. No, on but paper, they on paper suck. they're not bad. They just need better goaltending. Brian Elliott is never going to be the number one goaltender. It doesn't matter what's on paper. It matters what happens on the it ice. It did when we made our predictions. Dude, help. <laughs> I don't know. 
Okay, you know okay. I, you want to know what talk about? Oh, okay, let's talk about stuff that doesn't make sense on paper. Buffalo winning ten games in a row. That doesn't make sense on paper. They should not be winning five games in a row. They should not be winning three games in a row. But you know what? They did it. They won ten. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. 10, 10, 10, Tyler Dillinger, perfect 10, Buffalo Sabres, what? And we're going to talk more about it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm vetoing this. As the host of this show, we are not going to commercial break. That is my thing. Hey guys, Tyler here. I love going to games, but buying tickets at the box office sometimes can just be too expensive for me. That's why I use Seat Giant when I want to go to a game. They'll show me the best seats that are available, and at better prices than some of the other sites. You can also use Seat Giant for other events like concerts, theater, and more. If you want an even better deal, use the promo code TKP and you'll get 3% off all of American orders on SeatGiant.com and 5% off Canadian orders on SeatGiant.ca. Remember, the promo code is TKP and make Seat Giant your destination to get the best seats at the best prices. Are you kidding me? You cut me off! This is my show. I said this is my show. I am the host. I am important. I do the segues. What? The Buffalo Sabres have won. Oh, my days. (laughs) No, this is crap. Don't don't you touch that thing. Put that thing back where it came from. Or so help me. You're welcome. Um, So, I don't know how. Now, we did talk about this before the season. How Buffalo was going to be better. Yeah. Here's the thing. Well, better than crap. So they were going to be decent. They were going to be a competitive hockey team. Eh. I didn't say competitive. I said You said competitive. You're right, I did. And, oh my goodness, in all my days, I cannot believe that this is actually happening. Buffalo is first place in the Atlantic. They weren't even... When was the last time Buffalo was first place in the division? When was Danny Briere and Maxima Finneganov the best tag team in hockey? When was Chris Jury going? When was Marty Biron fighting Ray Emery? Um, no, yeah, because 07 was the year that they finished first. So it had to have been then. Because it certainly wasn't 08. Because 08 Northeast would have been. Okay, Boston, are we talking Boston. end of the season? Or no, or Montreal. We t- are we talking end of the season or what? Uh, yes. End of the season, please. It w- I would have to say 07. Let's see here. 2010. 2009-2010. Oh, right, because that was when they got smoked by Boston the first I remember that now. Yep, they lost. So, wow, t- playing it smoked. That was, well, that four. was the year of Ryan Miller, 2010. That was when he straight up dragged the United States into overtime of the gold medal game. Like, when Ryan Miller was just... When Ryan Ooh. Miller literally gave himself like ten million dollars, <laughs> I just I feel bad. <laughs> what? Let's let's just start at the two thousand seven two thousand eight season. Let's go from the lockout when they lost to. Okay, the lockout. Fine. When they lost so, the conference final to the Carolina Hurricanes. Lost in the conference final. Won in the conference final. No, no, no. they lost to the Senators. No, 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 I'm talking about 2006-2007. Okay. Won the conf- conference finals. They beat the Islanders. 4-1. to one. Stinking, won a stinking shootout. Next, next year didn't qualify for the playoffs. Didn't qualify for the playoffs next season. The 2009-2010 season, which we just, just talked about, being the first. They lose in the first round. <clears throat> they lost they the first the round. division, of, lose in the first round. Lost in the first round to Boston. Who ended up then blowing they, the 3-0 lead the next series. Then they lost to 
the Flyers in the first round. In 2011. And then they did not qualify, 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 did not. They just have not played. 2011. They have not made the playoffs since the 2010-2011 season. I'm trying to think season. of what Philly did in 2011. <clears throat> it was after the Cup. Lost. All right, so well, they lost, they they lost, they right, they lost to Boston the next, the next round because Boston smoked them in four straight. Needless anyway, to say, back to the show. Back to present-day Buffalo. So mad at you for cutting me off. That was BS. They, Honky-tonk. Honky-tonk BS. Let's see. Yo, the last, the last game they lost was November the 4th against the Rangers. We actually aren't doing too bad this year for what we said they were going to be. Another team that was that's right now... Not so bad for what they said they were going to be. As of right now, exceeding, exceeding expectations. Like Montreal, who they actually started off this streak by beating in overtime. And then they, came, then they blow a lead against San Jose, and they still win in overtime. Jeff Skinner has been outrageously effective. Like, that was a steal that happened in the offseason. I, I, what, you're looking at your phone? No, no, just, just keep, keep going, going keep, keep going. going. I, he was, re- it's just amazing to know that they were able to pick him up, literally for nothing, just for a couple draft picks. Like, keep going. Like, <laughs> J- Jason Botterill has really done a lot for this team. He got Carter Hutton to sign, and Carter Hutton, and if, if there's going to be a goaltender that on on outside of statistics could be a nah, I'll say okay Vezina candidate's quite a bit but if he's not like a first team or second team all star this year I'd be shocked because Carter Hutton has put has stolen games for Buffalo this is they indeed have, they have, and best part is Buffalo has not had this since Ryan Miller when he was in his prime so. Where does Buffalo go from here? If they can keep this going, I'm I'm truly ex- I mean I'm going to be excited. I'm I mean they play Tampa right. They're in Tampa tonight. They're about to start here. It's about seven twenty one Eastern time. They are as of right now. Actually, no, excuse me. They're tied with Toronto. <coughs> Toronto won last night. Uh, and Buffalo at the next that's next um, next Monday. Buffalo and Toronto for the first time this year. I am pretty pumped for that. Actually, now. Yeah. I I always like playing Buffalo because it's just the it's the battle. Of the it's ball. just it's just a matter of it's a geographical. Is rivalry. it going to be a close game or who's getting smacked? Well, here's the thing: Ristolainen should get. You see Ristolainen's goal against San Jose between the legs and snipe, and then he that was ridiculous. Then he does the stick flip, and, and I'm like, oh. that was naughty. Like if Ristolainen, sorry, go ahead. If he went to a Catholic school, he would have been smacked with a ruler. Do you remember? Knuckles! Wait. Swap! So you remember the game we went to. You remember that vividly. The game, you, the Leafs game you and I went to when we saw Washington kick Leafs up and down the ice. Yes. And on our way there, <laughs> remember we stopped at the border and like, we're going, until we go, so we go, okay. So for those that know, we live in Michigan and we're going up there and it's, it's, if you're honest about it at the border, especially on the Canadian side, they're not going to care. It's hard if you, it's, it's easy to get in again. Coming back is different. That's, <sighs> Border Patrol. Anyways, so we go in there, and the guy's like, where are you guys going? I'm like, oh, we're going to Leafs game, whatever. Oh, did you guys watch the game last night? And that was the night they played Buffalo. That was when the game with Nassim Kadri. Oh! Rasper's line, line, he said a couple things that I'm not going to say on the show. And the cross, the, the, the border, guy, border guard sitting there, and he's like, yeah, that Rasper's line, he's a piece of, you know. Yeah, he- He's a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, let's just say he said that. Let's, let's say that he said it. And then, he's- I, then you go, yeah, he's a total piece of, I'm like, and they're like, what? And he swore too. I'm like, you don't just swear. If he swears, that's fine. You don't swear. 
We're all in this together. No, no, that's not how it works. Of course it is. But I just remember that, like, because I Ristolainen is the if like Ristolainen is our cadre. If he played for the Leafs, I'd like him. If I, he plays against the Leafs, you're right. I would hope someone took his head off. So I'm excited for tomorrow or next Monday night, even though the Leafs off to play Saturday. But I would like to see Toronto and Buffalo because I like when it's competitive, and not like oh it's a trap game they're playing Buffalo. So when the Leafs lose, it's awful looking. Now it's like all right, Buffalo's good. All right, they're okay. Uh, we can't take them lightly. Well, that's how we always said. No team no, should no, take no, Buffalo lightly. No team should. Okay, it's the NHL. You can never take a team lightly. However, but now it's like if we lose, it's not like embarrassing. It's more like okay, they're actually decent now. So now it's actually competitive where we can say this is actually a marquee matchup now. Yeah, I hope Buffalo can keep it up because I want this to be a thing. I want Buffalo. I want Boston. Tampa can just. Tampa is just annoying at this point. And one day Detroit will be good again. They what, won. They won what, last night. That's next Monday, night, right? Uh, December the third. So yes, December first, second. Yes, third next Monday. That is going to be a huge. And I think it's in Buffalo. Are you looking at the schedule right now? Uh, Wrong story. What'd you What'd you click? What are you? What'd you? The click? Sabers play the Predators. Tie. Oh, is it December fifth then? Is it the next? Wait. When is their next game? Just look at Buffalo's schedule. Uh, December the 5th. Uh, loading, loading, loading. I just, I just look up the whole NHL schedule. Because this? I wanted to see what games were on that night. Uh, it must be next week then, because I know they made a big deal. It's the next time you're going to see the Leafs here on TSN. Uh, no, the four. Oh, my. Oh, that's a. Okay. I'll be, that, that's a bummer. Unless the Leafs play Monday night, too. They play Monday night? Because they, they play them on the 4th. Oh, it's an NBCSN game. That's going to be a big deal. Uh, when's the Toronto schedule now? I want to see this. Toronto schedule... When is the, when do the Leafs play? Dude, I don't freaking know. You are... I, I just... I don't know. I was trying to look up to see what, what games were going to be on that night, but you know what? You gave me the wrong date, and I... I, what? It's going to be a good game. It's going. Well, here's the thing. Buffalo's coming off a second. They're going. They play Nashville in Nashville, so then they have to go home the next night. Leafs will be fresh. fresh. So, so the Leafs got to take advantage of that. Fresh. So I just I I want this series to be more competitive, and I'm glad Buffalo is doing well. I will make fun of Buffalo people. I'll make fun of Buffalo. I'm fans. not glad that Buffalo's doing good because they're not my team. They're not your team. However, it makes it more competitive, so it's it's better. Because now the Atlantic Division, is it's not the Monsters of the Metro anymore. It still kind of is. The, it's, the A-hole, it's the A-holes of the Atlantic. No? You got a better one? No, that just that was just bad. Just, just call them the Atlantic. Um, the Monsters of the Metro, that's a thing in itself. Because it, towards it, the end of the season, when it's playoff-like contention time... You're gonna see the monsters, the monsters of the metro come out. Not if, uh, not if Casey, the, Atla- the Atlantic not, not if Divi- Casey DeSmith still the goaltender for Pittsburgh. Here's the thing about the Atlantic Division: it has a prestige about it. It's just good. Well, now it's better though. Like, like don't forget, Alex. There was only three Atlantic teams last year in the playoffs. Exactly. What were those teams, Tyler? Tampa, Boston, Toronto. Now you have Buffalo in the mix. And full 
Florida was closer. Montreal's in the mix. Ah, yes, you're right, Tyler, because Buffalo is somehow, someway going to make the playoffs, and they're going to beat the Washington Capitals out in points, and the Washington Capitals are going to be sucked well, this year. Washington Capitals are first in the Metro, so... No, they're going to be sucked this year. They're going to be sucked this year. We're not going to be sucked this year. We're not going to be sucked this year. Just completely drunk. Pittsburgh's only, Pittsburgh's only two. Of course, it's so close. Hey, we've got, got a new follower. You got a new follower? Yes, we do. Breaking news. Okay, don't say the name out loud. It's probably like a username or something. Hey! It's Uncle Alex! Hey! I did not know he had a SoundCloud account. Shout out to our Uncle Alex. No. For being, uh... Our newest follower on SoundCloud. Live breaking news. Breaking news. Speaking of breaking news, I probably should pull up my Twitter. Talking about stuff that's broken. <laughs> Oof. Let's let's talk about. So, oh, okay, well, well, let's talk about. Let's go back to Philadelphia goaltending. Let's talk about the broken spirit on the Matt Duchesne goal. Okay, so okay, but we're gonna get into the Senators here in a second. But Matt Duchesne, so we're talking about the collapse against Ottawa the other night. Matt Duchesne's goal is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Matt Duchesne, late in the game. Well, it's about six minutes left. Tie game. Philly's trying to hold on, trying to get a point out of this. But what happens? Matt Duchesne takes a shot. It goes off. Did Stellar stop it or did it go off the defenseman? It it, it went off. Rewind work. it. Do it again. Hold on. I'm working on it. You're so de- freaking demanding. Oh, oh it, goes, it, it goes off the defenseman. Goodis? Of course it's Goodis. Dude. Gudis blocks the shot, and then out of the air, backhanded, reverse baseball style, Duchesne bats out, tennis backhand. You could Serena say Williams. Ah! You could say that deflection was cheesy. Get it, because Gudis, Gouda. All right. All yeah, I'm saying home. is, all I'm saying, I am here. All I'm saying is one thing. This goal is all related in one meme that we cannot post. Here you go, Tyler. <laughs> your face oh <laughs> i am never uh i'm not gonna mention what is being said oh five new tweets i uh, love memes nothing memes are good nothing Me- nothing nothing rick flair putting mickey james in a figure four lock that's that came up on my twitter feed <laughs> i don't know why you're into some weird stuff there, uh Tyler. willie nelson wearing a smoke weed christmas tree sh- sweater <laughs> He's still alive? Yes, Willie Nuss is still alive. Um, Can we get into the Sens now? Well, speaking of the Sens, yes. Um, oh, Rick Middleton got his number retired by Boston. Good. Who cares? So, the Ottawa Senators, there's been talks about the Bretton Flats, and they want to move the arena downtown. Of course, that's that's been talked kind of for years. And it seems like everything's kind of falling through. Can the Senators not catch a break right now? After all, it seemed like all the locker room stuff's out, all the front office stuff's gone. Okay, everything's fine. And then the Uber video... God, knocked my mic over. The Uber video comes out, and now it seems like the idea with them getting LeBreton Flats... LeBreton Flats is falling through. So, first, let's go with what happened. So, the National Capital Commission, Canada, made a January deadline. They need to make a decision if they're going to invest in the arena by January, which obviously is just over a month from now. And and then it seemed like things were falling through. Eugene Melnick decides I'm going to sue somebody. He sues his partner John Ruddy, who works, who was a part of the LeBreton Flats Commission, supposed to be part of this project. And so <laughs> there was that, and everyone's like, "Why is he doing it? Is Melnick just trying to save face? 
what's going on here? And then the mayor of Ottawa, because, you know, nothing more. It's like the mayor of Washington, D.C. Who cares? John, John, Jim Watson comes out and says that the Sens wanted the city of Ottawa to pay for the arena, which was false. He's pretty. Now, it's just the way it sounds like it's everything a, here. What did you say? It's a he said, she said. It's a dumpster fire. In the words of Lent Biscuit, it's a he said, she said. Hey, 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 Um. So what's going on right now is Ottawa's trying to get this new arena in in Ottawa, in the city, or at least closer to the city than Canada. Do you really think that if you're, if you're Melnick, do you think, A, suing your partner is probably a good way to, you know, kind of cut, you know, burn the bridge there? And if you have the mayor of the city coming out and saying, yeah, they want him to pay for it, even though it's false, they want the people to pay for it, it's going to have to come from, yes, there's go okay, there's going to come taxpayer money. They have to do that because you're not going to be able to pay it privately. Entirely. Well, not to mention it's going to be a public forum. It's going to be a public place. They're going to do, like, it's not just going to be for the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, there's just like how every, yeah. every arena and every convention center is not used for just one thing. They are multi-purpose facilities. Right. And that's Therefore... Some of the cost of the building... There will be private investors. There will be a small investor group. That's how it always is. However, some of it does have to come from the public funds. It's the same... You know what they should do? It's it's the same problem that Calgary has, where the people don't want to pay a single cent, but at the same time, they want the benefits of that arena. You know what I think they should do? They should do what they did in Calgary for the Olympics and have the people vote, because that always works. Popular vote, Alex. It's a wonderful thing. Democracy. All I'm saying is this. If if people do not want to pay for venues and stuff like that, they cannot use them. It's, it's funny because people always complain about Ottawa, this. And here's the thing. You think the people of Ottawa, if there are Sens fans in Ottawa, if they actually want the team, if they, the people that always complain about making it, it's hard to get to the arena. It's hard to get there. It's long drive. It's always, the traffic's horrible. Well, then you may want to spend a few extra dollars that you spend on gas to get the arena built here so that eventually you don't have to pay for gas to go out there or pay for time. All you have to do is take the taxi across town or drive an Uber across town or walk if you're close enough. I don't think Ottawa fans are going to be taking Ubers anytime soon. Well, you know, but I'm just, there's... Don't. Really? Don't. Don't. <laughs> there's There's got to be something right now with this team. Like it just seems like they're just horribly snake bitten. Are the Ottawa Senators the NHL equivalent equivalent? Equivalent, you're welcome. Equivalent of the Detroit Lions. No, they're the they're the NHL equivalent of the Kardashians, Tyler. Lots of drama. Lots of drama. No no context whatsoever. No I mean, if you think about it, Melnick kind of looks like how uh, Caitlyn Jenner once was. Who? Kinda. Who? Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. How Melnick? Oh, Melnick. Looks Melnick like, looks like how Caitlyn Jenner once was. You know when you you know yeah, yeah. It was, when it was a, a guy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Um, I mean, think about it. There's a tape or a video. We get it. We showing. Get it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> We get it. Showing your captain. Showing your captain. So, (laughs) they're the Kardashians, dude. 
But they're... Uh, they have so many problems! Why do I feel like there's actually more to it, though, than the Kardashians, the Senators? The Senators just seem like... Because it just seems like there's actual problems Ah, yes, here. you're right. It's the- Who's Lamar Odom in this situation? Mark Marwinski. Mark Marwinski. <laughs> Mark Marwinski is... He's just happy to be there. Hi, I'm Lamar. Hi, I'm Mark Marwinski. He's just happy to be here. I'm just eh, saying. For a little while. Um... As per usual, it sends the auto senators and Ottawa and Ottawa fans I'm just, and all you know that what? jazz. I, 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 I don't feel for the Ottawa Senators organization. I feel for the people that actually like them. All 12 of them. Uh, I just, there's got, you know what's funny? How many Sens fans that were Sens fans like in the Zidane Chara, Patrick Aleem days who came back to being Leafs fans when they were born just because they're sick of the Ottawa Senators and where they are now? Yeah, that's like, that's usually how it works. If your team sucks so bad, you tend to. It's why, like the le- like people that lived like like in northern Ontario, like were Leafs fans all their lives, and Ottawa got good. I'm like, oh, all right, the center's pretty good. Jason Spezza, he's pretty good. Daniel Alfredson, that's a good guy. Yeah, the Leafs, oh man, they're horrible now. They can never win. They have all those old guys. They're never gonna win. And now it's like the Sens are all this bad. I'm like, I remember the days of y'all. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that works. I know it's it's it, it's the Ontario curse. One, if one team is good, the other one must this suck. This would have never have happened if the Senators never came back. No, it's I, I. You know what? I want the rivalry to come back, like the same way I wanted Buffalo to come back. I want it's the Battle of Ontario rivalry. to be. No, I, I'm saying. Oh, I want the Battle of Ontario to be prevalent again. I want it to be a playoff rivalry, not. You right, want, we're playing them on Saturday you, night. You want it to be like the Battle of Alberta. No, because remember the, oh, you remember the those old days of Battle of Ontario, the two thousand two playoffs, two thousand four playoffs. No, I don't. You're, okay, because I, I was a small child who cared about three things: candy, more candy, and cartoons. You're right. That was that was me then. But those series were tough series. They were brutal series. They were they were intense series. That's what I wanted to come back to. That's I don't think you really paid attention to the Toronto Maple Leafs back then, Tyler. I, I watched think them. I watched them. You watched the Red Wings, and if, t- if I watched da- the Red Wings, and the, the Red Wings, Red, you're go- you're really you have good. an annoying zit on your mustache right now. I'm about to pop it for you if you don't get rid of it. Okay, but I'm just saying it's. I've okay. I wa- I don't. I don't understand why everyone has this against me. Yes, I did watch Detroit, and yes, I cheered for Detroit back then more than I did the Leafs. But it doesn't you mean were, I didn't watch them. You were not a Leafs fan. You are a Leafs fan now. You cannot talk as if you were a Leafs fan back then. That's what I'm saying. But I watched them then, so I knew how intense those series were, and I knew how the how the Sens fans probably felt watching their team have great regular seasons and then meet the Leafs in the playoffs and get whipped every year, every time. And so... Trust me, would it have been great to see Toronto play Detroit in the finals that in 2002? Absolutely. Was it probably going to happen? Eh, probably not. I got it. Would, or would it have been a good series? I got it. Okay, good. Thank goodness. Look at it. Get it out here. Um, Still there. So. I'm going to can- name it Don Julio. Ottawa's in trouble. Speaking of in trouble. We are, Alex. What? One day and one day. Let me do my math right. Uh, let's see. Wait, folks. It'll be one day, twenty-one hours, and twenty-one minutes and change from the deadline of William Nylander having to sign with the Toronto Maple Leafs if he wants to play this season. 
So, Alex. Ask me why I care. Oh, wait. <clears throat> I don't. All right. So this is this will be no, my... No, 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 no. I'll, I'll still give my input and everything, but I'm just saying. Before... All right. Do we want to mention the Ellie Friedman quote? Yes. Before now. or after? Okay. Yes. Before I go to America. Okay. Ellie Friedman last night in Hockey Central, uh, during the Leafs game, decided he was going to make a very bold prediction. And you, it's funny the way he said it too. He while he was saying it, he was kind of going very slow when he was saying it. That's saying how he it. always does his predictions. But it was like you could tell he was like almost regretting what he was about to say. He said the one, but the way he started it, he just had to finish it because when you're on air like that, you can't stop. You can't say something like ah, I don't want to say it. You have to go with it, and he went with it. He said, "Quote: The one thing I do believe." no matter what happens, is that this will be William Nylander's final season as a Maple Leaf. Hot! <clears throat> Damn! And I, I hear that quote, and I say, No! You don't say. Because here's what? the thing. Well, that's, that kind of here's came out of the blue, Alex. You don't... No, not really. Okay, I, I here, here's the thing. As, if I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs organization, and I have this problem, I'm not going to keep the problem around just because he can score. No. I'm going to keep people around that work. People that want to be there. People that are not there for selfish reasons. They're there for the betterment of the team and the organization as a whole. Reason why Tavares is there. Because he loves the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's always wanted to be a Leaf. And he wants to do what's best for the team. Why is Kyle Dubas there? Because he wants to do what's best for the team and he wants the team to be successful because half of this team is his child. Talking about all those people that graduated from the Marlies to the Maple Leafs. Those are his projects. Those are his babies. Those are his projects. Even though Why does Mike Babcock want to be there? Because he wants to be a good coach and he wants the team that he coaches to be successful. And trying to pay him more money. Correct. Why is Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and Patrick Marlowe there? Because they Marlo's want... Marlowe's there because he got signed and he wanted to play for a week. Because he wants to play... Matthews because they, and Marner got drafted. Because, okay, fine. Marlowe currently, Marlo currently, and then Matthews and Marner when early. they sign. I was about to say, we can make that when we they can make sign. Those we can because they want then when because they want to be on a team that has an, a good chance of making it deep in the playoffs. That's why they want to be there. So they are they going to be there. So they will, so Marner and Matthews will stay and they will sign contracts so they can be a part of that. So they can be what do what's best for the team and what's best for the organization. I'm, now that being said, why would you want to keep William Nylander around, someone that wants to be there for the money and not what's best for the team. They wants to be there to look good and not what's do do what's best for the organization and just sit there and do basically what Kapanen's doing already in l- and no. take up a roster spot. So before before you say anything, I don't want to say anything about Matthews and Martin because we don't know the contract negotiations. I don't know how those are going to go. Because Didn't Friedman say that Matthews is already set? It's just down to Marner? That's the rumor. We're not sure. Rumor has it. Because don't forget, Matthews' agent works for Bobby Orr's agency, who works for Connor McDavid. Okay, and but Connor, I don't care about But that matters Bobby because that, that, no, that means they have the same guys working for Matthews, which means it's going to be a lot of money for that. That said, 
I don't. It's just the way you also have to. I think, talked though. about. I talked about. No, I, you're, you had your thing. You okay. Had, well, I'm, I just wanted to point out the fact that the reason why Connor McDavid agent decided to give Connor McDavid basically this numerous amount of money. It's the fact that Connor McDavid's really good. Why would he want to stay on a crappy team? So you're going to pay him to be on a crappy team. Because when he team. signed, he would, they, were not, they just made it to the second round of the playoffs, and they looked like that team was going up. They were still a crappy team, but okay. So the thing is, is that I'm so... The reason why I'm trying to avoid as much as we can, the reason why I've completely accepted the fact that William Nylander is no longer a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs is strictly because of the fact that I don't, I don't want to believe what's going on right now. Louis Gross is his agent. I understand the point of agents. Ew. I understand. Yes, thank you. Get it because it's gross. He is gross. I understand the point of agents. Representation, helping, assisting in someone's career. Assistant coaches have agents. Let's be, let's be real here, guys. Let me keep going here. Sorry. So I understand. Have them do their negotiations because they're young and they don't know. They don't know exactly what they want. So, per se, some players are obviously very prevalent with that. The problem I'm having here is that Nylander is allowing most of the negotiations to go through Gross. With Gross saying, "Yes, Nylander's quote unquote." I'm doing my air quotes right now. Best interest in mind. That's the point of an agent, whether it's hockey, basketball, football, baseball, whatever. The problem here is that Lewis Gross, no matter what the agent says, no matter what they say or who they're about, they say they have their best interest in mind. No, they want their biggest cut of the 10 to 15% they're going to get from this contract. Agents ruin the game. They are the reason. No, they don't. Stop. No, you had your time. My turn. Lewis Gross is literally is putting. Now I understand they William Nylander him and probably had some major negotiations before this, and they said what they want. Now with that said, you would think if William Nylander really really wants to play on this hockey team, wants to be on this winning team, this amazing Leafs team who is stacked to the brim now without him, who are successful without him, they clearly do not need him. You want to know why? Because there's a player making. 800 grand, who is playing just as good. Shockingly, right? Onward I go. William Nylander probably should say, hey, maybe we can take a little bit off this so I can play for this team now because clearly we're not at a comfortable medium right now. They have not been, and the reason why I understand William Nylander waited until after the season because he wanted to prove that he could make money. Now, don't forget, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this. The reason why he's going to want eight or so million dollars is because... Oh my gosh, Leon Dreisaitl, almost forgot there, was playing with was playing with Connor McDavid and putting up a good number of points, saying, all right, I'm worth $8.5 million. Of course, Peter Shirelli, oh yeah, we can eat this guy, because Peter Shirelli is a genius, of course, signed him for $8.5 million. William Nylander has to put into perspective that the last two seasons he's played have been with Austin Matthews. He's been racking points with Austin Matthews. Yeah. Put him off of Austin <clears throat> Matthews' line. He's still an effective player, but does he put up... I mean, he hasn't even put up a 30-goal season yet. You're telling me a 30, not a, a sub-30 goal scorer not, that's not named Jonathan Taves is worth anything more than $6 million, $6.5 million. All I'm saying is that William Nylander, if he actually cared, he could fire his agent whenever he wants to. Right, but here's the problem. That's clearly what we're seeing, Alex, is that he's not helping his cause. Because he doesn't care. I'm hoping. This is why I'm scared of capping it now. 
he's doing so well. I'm like, I can't go through this again. I hope, I pray that Kapanen has reason to see what's going that ne- what Nylander is going through, <coughs> and seeing, hey, this is not worth it. I'm just going to sign for what they well, not what they offer, because I mean, like, be like, do negotiate a little bit, but don't be outrageously thinking you're going to make $8 million because you put up 65 points when you're playing on right Austin Matthews' right wing. Or then when you're playing with John... T- or, uh, oh, gosh, he's been playing with, playing with... Playing with Kadri, putting up a lot of points. Didn't he play with Hyman for a little bit? Played with Matthews last night. Uh, no, Hyman's been stuck to Tavares and Marner. That's fair. And listen, I understand you want to play with Matthews and you think you're worth $8.5 million. You're, you're worth $8 million with Austin Matthews. Off of Austin Matthews, you... you he has not proven himself to be $8 million. Yeah. That's the reason why Marner has done zero negotiations with management because he knows that he, if he wants to be paid the upwards of 9 to $10 million, he has to prove it. Right. He's doing a pretty good job proving it. Right. So he's going to make that. Right. Nylander has not done that yet. Right. Which is why the whole bridge deal talk was going on. Right. So right now, Willie, if you do listen to us, I know you do. Fridge told me. <laughs> Talk to Freed. Ah, yes, your good buddy Freed. I texted him after he said Elliot that. Friedman. I texted his him. name is Elliot Friedman. You are not friends with him. I texted him after he said this quote, and I wanted to make sure he was okay. And he said, "Yep, I, I he stood by his word." So, oh boy, honest man, I like him. This is a poor gimmick you're running with. I just, <clears throat> I, I want him to sign. I don't. Hold on, I want him to sign, but if he doesn't, I understand. But here's the problem. He thinks. That he can just move on. The Leafs can the Leafs could, honest to goodness, under the current CBA, could hold him. Yeah. Hold him forever. Because he needs to be 27 years old and have played seven seasons in the National Hockey League to be an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. You'll turn 27. Have fun in Avangard <laughs> in the KHL. But he still won't be able to. Correct, because he hadn't played seven seasons. Now listen, the the worst, the funny thing is, is the Leafs could totally hold on to him. And the Leafs could also ask the world for him if the team wants to trade for him. Yeah. It's the, the Leafs hold the cards. If the Leafs have been struggling offensively, absolutely. You're going to see some crazy dubis going out and let them do something dumb. But, here, but, here, but, but, but knock on wood when I say this, they've been doing all right. Here, here's the they've thing. They've been doing all right with them. Here's, here's the thing. Kapanen's been doing perfect. When, when you're talking about trading and stuff, to the to the Toronto Maple Leafs doing negotiations, words coming out of my mouth. Garbage about my mouth and me talking. William Nylander to them, in negotiations wise, is maybe a five million dollar player. Benefit of the doubt, I give him six, six, six and a half. I'm going to say why I, I like five I because I, you like five. Yes, I understand why you like five. You got to be some reasonable. Okay, fine. Let's let's say it for the. That's probably what the Leafs have been offering him is five and a half, six. So, let's let's say six for convenience sake. Yep. However, when they're dealing with other organizations wanting wanting to trade for William Nylander, they can turn face and say, "Well, William Nylander is a twelve million dollar player, according to him and his agent. So therefore, we're going to treat him like a twelve million dollar player when trading him." Well, I mean, I know I would totally. Well, that's the thing. That's the purpose of trading when you're buying and selling. You got to upsell. If you're going to sell off a player, especially of his caliber, ask the world. Yeah. 
I'm going to ask for double what he's actually worth to me. Carolina, you want him? All right, we'll take Justin Falk. We'll take Noah Hannafin. It's a simple business. It's a simple business model. You get... You have have your... William Nylander. Dude! Wait, 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 wait. Isn't uh, Shvestnikov uh, on waivers right now? No. Where did I see it? Hold on. You, oh. Look it up. Look up Andre Shvestnikov. I guarantee you, you're wrong, but no. <laughs> yeah. Nylander for Shvestnikov, Justin Falk, two draft picks, and a beer? Two beer? Three beers. I'll say three beers. There you go. Andre Shvestnikov is not. If they put him on waivers, Tommy Dundon should be kicked out of the league. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. Wait, no. Who am I thinking of? Calvin Pickard? No, he plays for St. Louis. Um, he's got a weird last name too. David Shveshnikov. No, 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 no. Don't say Tarasenko. You're not. No, no you're, I'm not no, sure. Oh my goodness. Look up St. Louis's roster if it plays for St. Louis, because Shveshnikov obviously plays for Carolina. But what? What? But while Alex is looking this up, Willie, if. If Willie, does he really want to be on this team? Like I said before, if you really wanted to play for this this team, you'd step in and say, okay, I will play for this for a couple years. I will play for this. That's who it is. Nikita Sashnikov. Oh, get off it. Oh, my. Get off Come it. Come on. No. He's go. on waivers. Go home. You're drunk. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do miss it. Do best. Do it. Doobie 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 doobie. Oh, you're going to finish doobie Here's doobie what I'm saying. There's two teams that deserve Nikita Shashnikov. It's either the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Carolina Hurricanes. Woo! Woo! I don't think Carolina's offense is an woo! issue right now. Woo! Woo! He, he could play defense. Shashnikov <laughs> could not play defense. Far from it. There's a reason why I was on the fourth line and got limited minutes with Matt Martin because he couldn't play. He just couldn't hang. That was the problem. He just, he was, that was Sashnikov's problem, is that he just could not sustain. He had his glimmers and his flashes, and he could you could tell he was he was capable of being a good playmaker, but he just could not put it together. Anyways, back to Nylander. It's just, Nylander has to see that his job is expendable, because Kapanen's do it in spades. And now that Matthews is back, Kapanen, who has been phenomenal without Matthews, can only wrap it up. Kapanen has shown, Alex, that he can play without Matthews. Has Nylander been ever able, has, has he ever been, for an extended period of time, able to show that he can play without Matthews? Um, I, I can't really, if you want to count the time that Matthews was out last season with the injury. Well, Cap, yeah. well that was Kapanen's pin in the fourth line. Kapanen, let's be honest, this year. Oh, we're we talking Nylander? Oh, no, no. I'm, we're talking Kapanen. I'm talking Nylander. When he was slumping, he got put on the fourth line. He started to play well. He started to put up some points, but, well, he, yeah, wasn't, he, but he wasn't as here, Kapanen is here's just the thing. dominant. William Nylander is a good player. Great player. I'd say he's a great player. He's a good player. Kapanen's a good player. And we're using the verbiage of Mike Babcock here. Both are good players. Good player. Both are good, good pros. Now. Well. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just keep rolling with me on this. Good pros. It's, well, Nylander showing is a good pro. Same way Ryan O'Reilly is a good pro. Same way as Nick Ritchie is a good pro. It's just hold out forever. Michael Pekka. It's just they're just holding out until marriage time. <laughs> but <laughs> if you could see the steam coming out of my ears. 
Where was I going with this? Because I was over the show again. Now nah, you're fine. Just drink some tea. Drink a lot of tea. Brought to you by Big B Coffee. No, I'm kidding. We're not sponsored by them. We could make it happen though. We could try. Yeah, call up corporate Alex. See how that works out. I'll call up WMIB, West Michigan Incorporated Big B. Women. 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 Okay, let's see. Nylander, you were talking. You were saying. Did I lose you. I'm good player. It's, it's just good it's player. just a matter of if you play with good players. If okay, if you're a good player and you play with other good players, you're gonna pl- you make good plays. If you're a good player playing with bad players, you're gonna depend on yourself to make good plays. You have more. Oppor- we're good. You're gonna you're gonna completely you have mo- you're gonna you have completely more- lose the value of the word good. <laughs> good. Good. Goodest. No. Okay. No. Goodest ain't good. Um. But no, it, you, you have more opportunity to make spectacular plays and gain a lot of points and have good stats if you're playing with other good players. Connor McDavid is one of the very few exceptions where you can say he's Connor playing. Connor McDavid's a superstar. He is one of the very few exceptions where he can be put on a line with less than stellar players put a couple and guys, put up amazing points. You could put up two guys with now, the Fed and he would still put up 100 points. Exactly. That being said, normal people like William Nylander or Kapanen or Sashnikov, if they're... Oh, no, if, no, no, no. Don't retract that. Sashnikov's not in this conversation anymore. Fine. Get him out of there. Ne- Nylander or Kapanen, if they're not playing with good players, they're not going to quote-unquote perform as well. They're putting. They're going to put in the same amount of effort, and they're going to have the same amount of skill by themselves. It's just a matter of how they're playing as a team. But Kapanen has played well. Okay, I understand they're playing well. The team if Kapanen well. and pl- Kapanen's played well without Matthews, has Nylander ever been able to do that? I in my from my okay, memory, but, but what no. what, what line? No. What was his line when Matthews was out just this season? Kapanen? It was him, wasn't it? Left wing lock, help me. Well, well yeah, well, look up that. I'm gonna real look quick. up the lines that he's been running with, because now you got me, my brainstorming here, and I'm trying to figure. I know out. because wasn't it Wednesday? It was Kapanen, Matthews, and then it Johnson. Was Johnson. Johnson. That's who it was. That's a scary line. I know. Speed. It's great. Speed. 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 Go speed racer. Go speed racer. Go speed racer. Go. Um, do I have to look up teams? Because apparently I have to look up a while ago. Actually, no, wait, hold on. I can click Toronto and then. Tirana. Toronto. 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 They're O's. Uh, let's see. Um, so that was Matthews, Marlowe, and Captain. Okay, that was from practice the other day. Um, latest line combos. Help me. I have to look up. Uh, tools and stats, standing stats, weekly schedule. But I, I think, okay, needless, I think my my point is that even when Kapanen, or excuse me, when Matthews was out, Kapanen was still playing with good players. Right. So he's still putting in the same amount of effort with the same amount of skill. It's just that Austin Matthews isn't there. Now look at his performance from Wednesday's game, and he looked great. He did, he did the Kapanen thing where he just plays good, he makes great plays, smart decisions, and that's it. He just does this. It's the same thing. 
Same player doing the same thing. Right. Good decision-making, good plays, and just solid hockey smarts. So when you take that and you put him in a, like right next to Austin Matthews, who makes great plays, has great skill, and has solid hockey smarts, you're going to have both players benefit from that. Austin Matthews benefits from being around great players, and Kapanen benefits around being around great players. But That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, Alex, is if Kapanen keeps this up, I, j- I just feel like, right, at least this year, like I said, this could be a one-year wonder for Kapanen. I pray that it isn't. The thing is, is that Nylander has never been able to show he can play without Matthews. It's been Matthews, Nylander, Hyman. That's been the line for the last two seasons before this year. Now Kapanen gets put in that role, and he's lighting it up. And his confidence level is so high, when he when Matthews went down, he was able to keep playing and keep playing at a high level. Is Kapanen more effective than Nylander? Well, right now, statistically, yes. Of course, then again, Nylander's sitting on his butt over in Sweden, skating with the junior team. I just... I don't... This is not going to end well. And if he signs for a big amount of money... Well, actually, no, he won't. Because right now, Dubas said, no. Dubas has clearly said no. Dubas is not giving in, and I praise him for it. There is, if anyone's on the out, on anyone out there saying that Dubas is in the wrong here, you're out of your mind. You have every reason to hold Nylander back and say, listen, we don't need to pay you. We don't need to. If you want to play for us, fine. Come to our level. If you don't want to, we can ship you somewhere that's going to pay you $9 million. And you can be a decent first, second line winger for the rest of your life. <clears throat> Maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying. Dubas has done this perfectly. He's shown that he's not going to give in. And Matthews and Marner, who, like you said, you're hoping that see that they want to play on this team and they want to be on this team for a long time. Exactly. And we we can only hope that. Yeah. We hope that with Nylander and look where we are. I'm hoping that with Kapanen and I don't want to know where we're going to be next November. Hopefully everyone's signed and we're all good to go. But well, Yeah, and, and just also think, it's not you're not just signing money right now you're signing off money for your future right and that's why and that's why obviously the bridge deal never went through because they offered him a bridge deal and it didn't work out and so it's it's going to be tough it's going to be a struggle and william nylander is screwed himself over take away the agents take away his father take away all this crap at the end of the day it's william nylander's decision he didn't step up you're right if he wants to sit at home Laxadaisley in a lazy boy sitting there and say okay, I don't he has been skating he has been okay, training he, he has been skating but needless to say if he wants to sit there and just say I don't want to deal, deal with it I just want to play hockey y'all deal with the money or whatever I'll wait for you guys to figure it out then it's his fault right because he's not taking charge he's not taking action don't care he screws him he's screwing himself over and as far as I'm concerned the Leafs are better for it, both money-wise and roster spot-wise, and yes, personnel-wise. Because you don't need a, if you if you if you there's a player, and that's Babcock said straight up. He's like, yeah, he'll probably play when he gets back in the lineup. He probably won't play on the. He'll probably be on the fourth line for a good number of time. Why? Because Kapanen's been running really well with Matthews, and also why did he doesn't deserve to be on there? He and then there's also it. the fact that the Toronto Maple Leafs don't really have a fourth line. They, they can run off. You know who the fourth line is. Well, but, yeah. But, you, but they... Like, you know who the first line is. That's a fact. You know who the second line is. That's a fact. Because well, they're both the same. 
I was about to say, like, they're pretty much first line 1A, you, 1B. You, there's 1A, 1B, and exactly. then there's the Kadri line, and then there's Ennis with, uh, who was it last night? Um, was, Gauch- was, was, Lin- was Lindholm the line last night? Wasn't Gochi's on there? Uh, no, Gochi was the scratch last night. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Needless to say, don't need him. Lindholm was on defense. Lindholm was the center. Don't need him. Lindholm we need. He's a good penalty killer. I was talking about Nylander. Oh, right. Yeah, it's funny. Par Lindholm we need more than William Nylander. Of course, then again, Par Lindholm was a center, and Josh Levo and Tyler Ness have actually been playing well. Who actually, I should mention this, so for those that want to know what's going to happen after, with or without Nylander, I wrote that in my Hold the Pucks blog. I wrote that uh, this past weekend. Just pretty much kind of saying, here's what's going to happen. And if he signed, if he doesn't sign, you guys can check that out at the link down below. Also, I should probably mention that I am the new uh, Canadian Hockey League contributor for Puck 77. Forgot to mention that. I should have put that in earlier. Um, Josh Tester brought me on to pretty much talk about junior hockey, which I love to talk about. I'm writing another article. I wrote one earlier about um, Sudbury Wolves, who are in first place right now in their division. And I'm going to talk about how Moostra is one of the hottest teams in the Western Hockey League. That's what I'm writing right now. So I'll put that link down below to Puck77 below that. And, yep, we are less than a few hours, less than less than two days away from right now being all proven right. Yep. And on that bombshell. And on that bombshell. Thank you so much for oh, listening. That was more of a Scottish accent. I'm sorry. Eh. Bombshell. Eh, it was all right. No, it wasn't a Scottish accent because we could still understand you. Scotland. All right. Yeah. Uh, exactly. All right. Yep. Oh, gosh. This is a long show. It's not even that yeah. long. Oh, here's the thing. That two-hour show we did last week, a couple weeks ago, that felt nothing compared to this. This felt longer than that. We've been only probably going for an hour and change. I think the reason why it felt so long is because we were sitting here for almost two hours beforehand. I'm ex- Yeah, I'm exhausted. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. Yeah. Well... Thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe if you are on iTunes or on the podcast app with Apple. Make sure if you are listening on SoundCloud, make sure SoundCloud, Cloud, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Make sure you're subscribing there. That way you look at the clouds. That way you're always getting updates on when we're posting and all that jazz. Google Play as well. Google Play as well. Android people like myself. Follow us on Twitter. That way you can get a hold of us at the Cool Podcast. Correct Mundo, Seniorito. Don't follow Alex on his Twitter at Real Q- Alex Kuehl, and please be sure to follow me at TJKU29. See, I still mentioned yours, so it's kind of plugging yours, but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spot it, spot it. We'll see you next time. Bye.